Mm-hmm. We're together here on this mm-hmm. fine Friday evening. Mm-hmm. To bid farewell to you bitch ass niggas. Mm-hmm. Busted assholes. Mm-hmm. Those of you who done spent all your tax money mm-hmm. on a bad lace front. Loose bundles <laughs> and fake red bottoms. <laughs> Shout out to all the niggas claiming other people's kids on their taxes. That's you, neighbor. They don't even claim their own kid. Tap him on the shoulder and call him a deadbeat. When a dead hat don't make you a dad. Don't you dare put no change in that collection plate. <laughs> Want cold hard cash, and we will take a card if you're feeling smart. Give it up for the choir, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah! Yes, Lord! <laughs> Fuck you talking about that motivated me! Damn fine serving this evening, sir. Damn fine serving. Right. Hello yes, there. Motherfuckers motivated. How's Hi. everybody? Fucking right. I, I was I was feeling doing a little low well, energy, but well. I just immediately I turned just, up. Uh, that yeah. motivated me. Taking all of it in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good, good job. Good job. And just in case y'all didn't know, by the way, that was uh, my man DJ Rain with the uh, nice tune. You fucking right. I'm a motherfucking was, singer, you and, bitches. Uh, that was Apostle Anthony. Yes, oh yeah, Apostle Anthony. <laughs> oh otherwise. yeah. Otherwise, and uh, I like that. I guess Deacon. Uh, Deacon is. <laughs> yeah, disciple oh, yeah. is. Disciple is. I like disciple better. Yeah, and I just hear. Oh, uh, we gonna have to bring <laughs> the disciple back. The disciple Heathen is Mervin. H M B. You damn heathen. Yeah. Uh, what the hell going on, man? Mm. Life, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, this is cool. I think. Uh, yeah. So you know we, how you in the moment you don't realize you fucked up, and the next day when you gauge your hangover, you've been like, "Shit, I must have really been." Yeah, that's why I was wanting you <laughs> I to elaborate. Must really been on, fucked yeah, up last you, night. Uh, you talked about you, you know you was going too far. Give a little breakdown of what you ingested. Um, <laughs> I had a a big gulp cup of vodka tonic. Yes. Uh, as a marinade while in the setup process. <laughs> Uh, shout out to the homie Dex. He just kept running me beers. I, mm. I like. I told him I like IPAs, so he brought me Sweetwater 420. Mm. Um, so he brought me about two of those. Merv brought me one. I had two, and I forgot. I also had my favorite, the Orange Mandarin IPA. Yes, I had to break that one is of them a can. Out. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Saw I had I that saw. too. So yeah, that's yeah. like that's I six beers strong. That's uh, absolutely great. Then I had another vodka tonic. So I had two of those, if I'm not mistaken. And then I had a. a Prosciutto, I think that's what I posted the name of it. Huh. And a prosciutto okay. is a peach Ciroc. And a prosciutto. Mixed, uh, mixed with the. Uh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, baby. Ah. Uh, <laughs> that's how you feel. Uh, well, you did start off singing too, so uh, I guess it's, uh, it's in line. Fuck it. Ooh. But yeah, it's got a champagne piece of rock and champagne and i didn't mm. ask the bartender but he made mine a double Whew. how did you hear about this he just like yeah yeah well, i never heard of that well you what know you anytime been? i go to establishments like that that have a lot of different beers on tap and wines on tap 
I look at the menu and I just some shit I see I got you. that I've never had that like agrees with the type of alcohol I'm drinking. Like, okay, was, I was like, this is white liquor. You just try. I'm gonna fuck with it, yeah. So I didn't go down there like, man, I got a craving for some, some. Now is some this a shit. normally expensive drink? Because I would think so. Champagne, Sounds like it yeah, I would think yeah. It was like uh, I think it's normally like, like around eight. Eight, ten bucks. So on a scale of if I take a chick out and buy this, am I expecting the panties? Man, if you take a, a motherfucker good, out good and question. get her some, man, shit. That bitch, That's a look, question. she better give up every little bit of that pussy every, to the bone, like all you got Oh wow. for this pizza. You, I mean, this ain't the regular stuff. This is the pizza rock. You know what I'm saying? It was back in the days, you know what I'm saying? Niggas were back when niggas was really wilding, how we used to feel about shit like that. And like, nigga, nigga, you even hit this L. Oh, yeah. You've pretty much committed that we're fucking. You know, right. Like, hmm. if you wanted a drink, then that's you know at a hmm. bar. You know, that was yeah. back in the days for promo. You, it was it was literally nothing for me to buy you a drink. It did not yeah. mean I like. I you could at be all. going the same direction. You ask me for a ride, I'ma need a ride. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh. <laughs> it's just, it's just you gotta, how we you break gotta, it down. Yeah. Like, yeah. Good stuff. Ride for a ride. When Name's Tammy. You see that for sure. You know when you see that shit, <laughs> you better go ahead and po- take a picture of it. Put it on your social media. Snap it up. Yeah. And then just put the caption, this is why I gave up the pussy. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going down. So I absolutely feel like, you know, that's it. That should be the case. But shout out to the niggas who disagree with me because y'all the niggas that buy the most drinks and get the least amount of pussy. Oh, yeah, so uh, that, that that sentiment is out there. And yeah. I know somebody in the underline thinking some wannabe gentleman, Ralph Tresvan, wannabe Maxwell-ass motherfucker listening to D'Angelo <laughs> drinking a lot of wine. It's probably... Fucking, he sounds like a heathen. Like he's Mervin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, fuck that. No, uh, nigga, you absolutely wrong. You do that shit, you will be subsequently shit out of luck. And then those are the girls who get drunk and like kick it with you, and then they come hang with us. That's been discussed before. That's yeah. They get all your money yeah. <laughs> in the club, and then we all leave the club. Oh, they man. hit hey. us, and then come holler. Well, next time, time we're gonna have to have the apostles speak on that shit too. Fuck. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Okay. I hit another hymnal beat and we could we'll switch that bitch up. We'll make it happen. Speak on this shit, man. I'll stick to the boys. I'll let y'all handle business. <laughs> so did y'all have a good time? Or? Man, it was uh it was it was better. It's cool. Um it was a much larger crowd. Uh but the thing is, I really want to see that that crowd substantiate in the later hours of the night. Like yeah. eleven, ten nine, like eleven to twelve, right when it's closing. But what time uh, they shut down? It's twelve. So um Really want to get a few more uh, marketing campaigns. So some of the ideas that we were discussing uh, down all the way down there, me and Murray were talking about just different marketing and branding campaign concepts. So uh, got some things to really kind of turn it up. But you know, it was it was a few more people, and you know, motherfuckers came and fucked around. So it was a it was a nice vibe. I, I would say that it was still real cool. Ten foe. Mervin. I mean, if Merv was uh, still drinking. He met some uh, some WBs at the bar. They was just so fucking lit, talking shit, buying drinks, and you know what I'm saying. Wide bitches, uh, <laughs> white boys. Oh damn, <laughs> <laughs> WBs. I was kind of lost for a minute. Then I kind of <laughs> like, I guess I know you're talking about, but yeah. yeah. Who the fuck was I sitting next to? Yeah, but yeah, I mean uh, these cats. I'm good. Uh, I think they wanted to hear like Black Sheep, and after that, it was just a rap. They just going crazy just hollering and going ham drinking and shit it was hilarious a uh, couple chicks uh shout out to the birthday girl a uh, couple chicks um 
came out though really really cool couple really really nice ladies actually a lady who might even you know want to drop through on the podcast she actually owns uh an insurance company in anderson um black owned business and uh what's the type of uh insurance when your insurance is fucked up the real high risk shit Senior twenty two. Yeah, good old, good old SR. Yeah, yeah, that good old SR. She she has a lot of clientele that 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 does that. But I mean, that's a lot. Unfortunately, but that's a lot lot of of, that's a lot of people associated in that that demographic in that market uh, that can still fit into that. So she she takes advantage and leverages that business as well as you know she does regular insurance as well. But you know, speaking of Anderson, Anderson has a black eye too. You know, like. Mm. You saying that shit she does that She has a lot it. of clientele there Like I guess niggas riding with fucked up insurance and shit But I saw some uh, It's all good we all fall down The day time. I was down Read some shit where they said they had interviewed Chadwick, Bo- Chadwick Boseman Yeah And they was asking him about You know his bouts of racism Cause he talked about how he graduated high school in 95 mm. And he was like Man and Anderson He's seen it all He was like he would go places, he'd walk in the ice cream shop, and another little kid would be like, nigger. And his parents would have to tell him to calm down. And they was like, well, when you got successful, did you see, like, racism be masked? And were you able to, to, to see the change? He was like, I thought it was until I was in Atlanta filming some movie. I forgot what movie he said he was filming. <laughs> and he said he was so close to home, when they had an off day, he drove from Atlanta to dang back to Anderson to see his family. And he said he was kind of feeling good about it, like, you know, I'm successful, I made it. And he said reality quickly set in when he got at Anderson and rolled by the Walmart and saw the Klan having a meeting in the parking lot. And he was like, this bullshit still. So, you know what I'm saying? Oh, he was yeah. like, man, this shit is, is crazy. And a lot of people, I started seeing comments, they was like, you know, motherfuckers making and forget where they came from and i'm like shit that nigga ain't forget where he came from why why would he give a shout out and be like yo anderson is this great town or anywhere niggas full of shit that's like when we get to our most successful point nigga i'm gonna keep it real cops in newberry fuck with niggas for no reason (laughs) motherfuckers in malden don't have shit to do but damn follow you up and down uh east butler and you know so i mean you keep it real, but a lot of people that they took offense to him saying that shit, and they like you on one of the biggest platforms now. You could really damn bring a bright spot to South Carolina, but you still want to bring the negativity. I'm like shit, nigga, that's reality. Yeah, like, I ain't have no problem with what that's, he that. That shit is the same thing that? about like when motherfuckers were taking a knee. My bad, Merv. It's just like good. you don't want to have a discussion about why it is this is happening. Okay. You just like oh, why you want to paint. Why you want to paint this in something that we perceive mm-hmm. as negative? That's just full of shit. So, I mean, the, they should be, I feel like people should be much more concerned about the fact that, hey, why is this person who loves his hometown not speaking of it in that manner? And what can we do as a society to make sure Bingo. the next person who comes and blows up, whether it's from Greenville and, you know, anywhere in South Carolina, upstate right. low country, doesn't have that perception of their city? Because, I mean, shit. I mean, even that fucked up shit where that nigga got shot, that's Charleston, and that's more, you know, the low country is more predominantly, you know, African-American than as opposed to the upstate. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's all around. I mean, there's, I think there's, like, really every southern state, there's a there's a spot niggas know, like, this is where it's racist as fuck. You know, you yeah. can go down Salem, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Six Mile, 
or you know uh, there were spots in Louisiana, just little bitty ass little towns that you just yeah. you just knew, you know. Nah, go back around down in Santa Mar, down in in, in Louisiana, mm-hmm. uh, by nothing but Bayou Boondocks and Rebel Flags. You know what it is. You know what I'm saying. You don't yeah. really you don't really go. Right. Yeah. Again, it, what it is is just shedding light and bringing awareness to stuff that they prefer you to overlook. Essentially. Yeah. So it's all that is at the end of the day, and it's a lot of things out there like that. So you know. Just pay attention is all I can say. So damn, some other shit some people had asked like <clears throat> my opinion on and damn we can we can kinda table that shit too, man. Um, somebody was telling me like they had went purchase a firearm and they shit like when it when it went through, it was like delayed. They knew they didn't have shit on their record. Mm-hmm. And it was like the dude was like, Well, call us back, you know what I'm saying? Check back in a couple of days. And it was like they called, the ship was still delayed, and they was like, okay, well, I'll pick it up. Like, the next day would have been the third okay. day. Like, I'll pick it up then. He was like, well, it's delayed. And they was like, well, I researched. The law says after three days <coughs> that as long as it don't come back denied, you have to sell it to me. Mm-hmm. And they said he was like, well, no, we're kind of thinking about changing our policy after this school shooting. You know what I'm saying? That even if it's delayed, we're not going to sell it to you, even though the law says, because that's what happened with Dylan Roof, the dude who shot up that church in Charleston. His shit was delayed three days. They sold it to him. He got it, went and shot up the church. And they was just like, that's bullshit. They eventually sold it to him because it came back on that third day approved. But it was like, you know, that's bullshit mm-hmm. coupling everybody else and it was like, you know, talking about that school shooting shit. I was like, man, I look at this shit like this, man. Like, and it's so cliche. Like, guns don't kill people, man. Right. Like, for real, it's people who kill people. Like, right. I tell people, man, you see so many people, like, you, they get, like, back in the day, man, you would see people who you could tell wasn't used to a gun. Like, they had to let everybody know they had a gun. Mm-hmm. Or you would see them acting more aggressive, and you like, okay, he got a gun on him. Mm-hmm. Like I was always the calmest when I had a gun because I knew when the gun come out, it's, that's that's it. it. It's no turning back right. from that. It's when it. the gun's out, it's time to go. Exactly. But the point being is that I told him, man, like nobody, there's no way you know everybody's intentions off a gun sale. You know what I'm saying? That's like. You're never going to know anybody's intentions really off anything that, that they do. You can't circumvent it all. You may contest and say, okay, this mm-hmm. person has mental issues, or this person yeah. has a felony, or this person has this, so they they have the, the likelihood to do this more. Right. But, you know. You don't know um, that shit at the end of the day. Yeah. And at the same time, that motherfucker had access to guns prior to that. He was posting on social media with Saw Rifles. Wasn't that like his parents' shit or something? So yeah. he had access to guns. I mean, all of it is a direct cause and effect. I think if this was something to happen on a mass mass platform where a lot of companies start doing shit like that, all it'll do is just cause and effect, create another back channel to have a higher demand. Same thing back in the in the seventies when moonshine and bootlegging when alcohol, when all that shit was still illegal. You know, if yeah. you make it illegal it just creates another demand and another channel and platform to get it. Motherfuckers who still want to do uh heinous acts or protect themselves, well, regardless, if they feel an imminent threat, we'll still get those guns. We'll yeah. still get it. So uh, that's really not, you know, a solution. That's just, that's like Trump saying, let's build a fucking wall. 
Right. Let's just build a big ass wall. It's 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 an archaic thought process and thinking it's gonna change shit. So and that that yeah, shit was but, horrible, man. Cause I like when I first heard about that school shooting, I was so mad. I was looking at the shit with my girl. I didn't even know what had happened. Like as far as like the style of weapon, but it was a video that leaked where you could hear what they were shooting. And I told my girl then I was <laughs> like, they shooting an AR-15. She was like, huh? I'm like, that's a big-ass gun. You hear them shots? And so then that shit kept going. It was like, yeah, it was a assault rifle, uh, AR-15. I'm like, man, she Googled the shit to see how big the bullets is. Them two, two, three bullets, nigga, them shits are damn <coughs> tear your ass to take, pieces. Take your Hell yeah. It'll, it'll take, bullets. like, and then I got so mad because I'm imagining, like, kids getting hit with that shit. You know what I mean? Like, nigga, that's... And then they talk about, like, um, people jumping all over, like, the security guards who yeah. didn't go into school. I'm like, you know, I see it from both ways. You know, you took the oath to protect and serve. Was he actually a security guard or was he, like, a cop as well? They say he had a service weapon. Yeah. So... He was like a cop. Yeah. And it was like he wouldn't go in, mm-hmm. but he wasn't the only one. I mean, you take the oath to protect and serve, motherfucker. You protect and serve. I know. Firemen like, don't be like, I'm going to be a fireman. And then when the fire comes, like, you know what? This shit seems pretty dangerous. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to keep my old checks, but I'm not going to do this shit. No. You know what I mean? You yeah. got to go. But, man, that, that's, that whole shit was sad, man. And yeah. then, like... I really just hate how kids are like, parents, please let your kids know the seriousness of this shit. Like, now they making all these school threats. That shit ain't a game. Like, it's going to end up getting their ass expelled or fucked up because they go really think that they go do something to the school, even though they talking about they just playing. Like, that that's bullshit, man. Like, make sure you tell your kids about that shit. It's, this ain't no game, man, to be out here damn making jokes about what you go do at a school. Like It's going gonna, it's gonna to come to a point where the same way it's like a, remember before 9-11 how easy it was to just get on a plane, hop on? Hell yeah. Now you got to wait. Now, I mean, the, the checks are so stringent, and a motherfucker yeah. like me always get pulled to the side pretty typically. You know, I, it's, it's going to very well be a process that is going to be institutionalized for schools just to make sure – you're getting people in, in a safer situation. You're going to have to vet motherfuckers. Everybody who's get, who's who's hitting campus, like like a fort, like as soon as you pull up. <laughs> but you know with everything, nigga, like, it'll secure the bit of high level now, but when it's out of mind, out of sight, motherfuckers will go back to the same lackadaisical shit. Because, mm-hmm. like, now, if you go to the school, if you got kids, you go to the school, you see the difference. Damn, you see... Cops, you see more than one cop. It'd be like four, five cops there now. You'll see them down. They may, they want to see your ID and shit. Give it a couple months. Because before that shit happened, it was, you may see one cop there. You can, like, piggyback in with somebody else. They go in. You can just follow in behind them. They ain't checking you and shit. But now everybody want to be on high alert. But it goes back to where anything you're doing, consistency, man. Like, that's when motherfuckers attack. When motherfuckers see a change in your routine, that's when they get your ass. You know what I'm saying? They not coming when you on high alert. They would be stupid to do that. It's like that old shit, damn, that story in the Bible when when um all the motherfuckers had to get circumcised and they attacked on the third day. They attacked the men on the third day and just wiped out the whole 
the whole damn tribe and shit. And scientists found out like that was damn ingenious because any kind of pain, any kind of surgery you have, if you notice, the pain is worse substantially three days later. So they knew that. They attacked their ass on the third day. That's the same shit, man. When you inconsistent, damn, and, and motherfuckers know that and they watch that shit, they go lay low and then they go come back. The same way with terrorism, you know what I'm saying? All that shit that damn happen when motherfuckers think, oh, they ain't paying attention, boom, come right back, man. But, you know, I, I just hate that shit, man. Like, and I don't, I don't know if the answer is to damn... Arm teachers, I mean, you definitely have to pay them more. You're gonna arm them, yeah. I don't, I don't them know now. now. You want them to be, you know, arm licensed gun carriers, yeah. That shit just sad, man. I, I really hate that shit. Like, you know, yeah. what I mean, kids that should be the least worried that they got to worry about. I'm going to school and I might not come home because you know, you know, somebody's thing about it, too. It's like for certain people, you know, not in our age group seen a change in times some motherfuckers this is going to be normalized the same way that yeah. like in our generation a lot of the just just urban black violence all across the nation it was it was normalized right. it just got to a point you just wanted to see what other city was had their hands in this and who was doing it too you know yeah. but it, it just got to the thing that's like it's fucked up but yeah you know that yeah you know somebody gonna get smoked over there fucking around you know what i'm saying so and when you said that like motherfuckers put a higher level of alert i thought back to when i was living in detroit we were like in a, a lower a lower middle income neighborhood this shit wasn't like the nicest right. at all and the banks over there were obviously not not you know like a1 shits the bank we got robbed on outside the park a lot i still notice and i remember the conversations like there was no security out there this fucking detroit yeah back then back then in the 80s this, we still running murder capital of the world you know what i'm saying we was tit for tat with Chicago back there, I don't think New Orleans had even made their rise as being one of the the number one. Mur- I mean, niggas was just getting murked all the time. And after the fact, after I got forty stitches in the head, you know, if I didn't have thick glasses on, I would have went blind when that brick came through a passenger side door. After that, I remember riding by, and I saw security out there, and right. I just be so hateful, I used to be angry. You know what I'm saying? Because I just see that shit and I'd be pissed, like you motherfucker, like you give a fuck now. Like, yep. all of the money we took out, because technically it was taken outside of the bank. The bank didn't insure any of that money, so that money was just gone or whatever. So, I, and I, I'm now I'm getting all these jokes like, you got this big-ass ringworm on your head, so you know I'm finna, like, I'm finna fight, win or lose. <laughs> Shit just <laughs> Ringworm on head man. and all, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. Because I, I was, and I had just thought about shit. I was like, man, I don't like that, like. You know, they say you can damn bring a certain energy around you and kind of bring shit into fruition. But I was thinking, like, you know, you don't really hear about that shit happening in a lot of corporate jobs anymore. Like, motherfuckers going postal and shit. And it was weird. That used to be the norm. So I was listening to this podcast, and they said, like, um, they done done studies now, and it shows that where depression a decade ago used to average... From 29 and up, that shit averages now from 13 to 17. That's the highest where depression is, mental issues. It's completely shifted. I'm like, damn. So it was like, as a result, now you're seeing crimes of mass magnitude at younger ages. Because I was looking at them little, 
them little Chicago niggas, man, like I was watching some documentaries on them little niggas and, and man, they had like 12, 13 year old niggas talking about how they grab their gun and they try and get a gun before they, they don't even worry about driving. They want a gun. Like they, they grab their gun before they even down put their shoes on. They got their gun on their hip. Like mm-hmm. that no lacking shit. That shit is real there. That's like real. it's a challenge and it's jokes around here, but that shit is nigga, you get caught lacking, your shit probably bust. And you you done in Chicago. Like that's just how they live. You know what I mean? Like they they can't get caught slipping cause everybody out there damn packing guns and really taking motherfuckers' lives. It's hard to imagine from the outside looking in uh, at any culture to have that type of normalized circumstance around yeah. them. And to deal with that type of aggression or to see people and you see them and, yeah, these motherfuckers might, to to you and your square world, look like savages with these guns, all this anger, all these drugs. But the, the environment that they're immersed in is, like, literally terrible. And it's just, it's now, it's like, no one even gives a fuck at all. It's just like, right. okay, I understand. That's fucked up. That's terrible. I'm glad me and mine are over here. Right. And nobody's, like, reaching out. In the same sense, like, motherfuckers, and they've been saying, this is not new. They've been saying that motherfuckers here in the United States, some of them live like it's third world countries. All they mm-hmm. have is just, like, running water. Shout out to, you know, Flint. Yeah. They don't even have that shit, really. Yeah. You know, the high quality. Um, and it's just systematic, and it's still ongoing. And if you don't have anybody to give a fuck, you can't look at them and say, oh, they're, they're this. You can't judge them because you're not trying to reach out, teach them, help them, give any resources, lend a hand. But you can give an opinion and stay in your comfort zone. I think that's a problem with our society. And I mean, at the end of the day, everybody got their own shit with them. So if you want to go judge these people and you ain't helping shit, judge your fucking self. Yeah, basically. Judge the behaviors that's in your house. Think about what the hell you got going on. Because it's probably some shit. Yeah, man. But damn, that gun shit, man. It's it's crazy, man. Yeah, man. But moving on to a a brighter note, because that shit is just, that's... You know, that's what it is, and we've all discussed our sentiments and feelings, man. Um, me and Merv, as we always do when we riding, at some point we start talking about different different things in music and artists, and we start talking about Key Glock, and we start talking about Gunna. Mm-hmm. Uh, Key Glock, I think it's cool, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like Key Glock. You know, he do his thing. Right. Newest edition, of, you know, Paper Out, or one of the newest editions. But that Gunna shit... Like, I could play damn near that gunner shit through. Like, I like a few paper, you know what I'm saying? It's it's joints on key shit that I'm like, I fuck with this shit. Mm. But I let that gunner ride, and I'm just like, shit, this shit just go. I fuck with this shit. This shit is really cool. Um, Like, as far as, like, music was? Yeah, just the music, you know, the, the features, uh, the composition of it. I mean... I know Metro had his hands in it. Who were some of the other producers you were saying that were on that joint, Murray? Uh, well, his uh, his producer, I believe, is uh, Turbo, a mm-hmm. guy named Turbo. But there's mm-hmm. a few other uh, people on there too. But uh, but yeah. So, I mean, it, it's still like you know, definitely some 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 that's artists cool. out there that's that's cool to listen to. You know, amongst all the you know, I, I like that youngster out there. I I I do like the black youngster joint. He's got a few mm-hmm. songs on that. I just. I just gravitate towards like you know you know what I like about youngster, nigga smart. He ain't somebody he he don't be somebody he ain't. Mm-mm. Yeah, he himself. 
He just keep the shit real, man. And, and like you can you can listen to certain niggas and tell that nigga been through something. You know what I mean? Like how he talk about his grandma and his mama and damn, you know, like that he he was like, I'm on that gangster shit. Label told mm-hmm. me I need to stop, so I went and made booty. You yeah. know? But it's like I'm right back to that gangster shit. I had to live that way. You know what I'm saying? And, and he like it's a lot of shit, man, that motherfuckers want to say. But if you look at how, got it. Don't get me wrong, I fuck with Gucci, man. But if you look at how got it run his shit, nigga, that that's the kind of shit I'm on in my my new shit that's coming up. It's called No Smoke. It ain't about them, nigga. I ain't. If you when you with the smoke, you don't have to tell a nigga you with the smoke. No. You know what I'm saying? You just like, hey, man, you got it, cause. It, the goal is I don't want confrontation with a nigga. Not That's the main goal. I yeah. just want to get bread. But what I like about damn CMG man, you don't see them niggas. Niggas take shots at them all the time, and they don't. They just kill them with success. And now, again, you see all that shit Rollo had talked about money bag, yeah. right? Like, oh, he's a bitch. He's this. What he post yesterday? Money bag ain't say shit back to his ass. I met my boy. Money bad, yo, tour, you know, posting a pick up in front of his tour bus. And motherfuckers in the comments like, what? He like, oh, no matter what, I want to see him win. But sometimes, man, you, After you, talk when you don't pay no shit. attention to a nigga. Because I tell nigga, nigga, I don't want no smoke with you. Like, I, I, I don't. Damn. I want to get my money. I want to make sure niggas who with me getting their money. Yeah. We want to be successful. We got motherfuckers who depending on us. We can't damn mm. eat and feed other niggas sitting behind a jail cell <coughs> or in the ground. No. It's not an option. No. So it's like, nah, niggas need to cut that shit out, man. The dad, the tough guy, that shit needs to be over with. That shit ain't even cool no more. Yeah, that's, that shit that's ain't why, cool. But that's solely why I moved the way I moved, just because, like, you know, it's it's just sufficient, but it works. You know yeah. what I mean? So. Yeah. Like, you can't, man. And I, I respect that shit heavily about them niggas because you don't see. And you can tell it's more so Gotti, especially when it comes to youngster, because that nigga be ready to jump out the oh, window. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But you could tell there's been a lot of conversations Gotti probably done hit that nigga up. Like, nigga, look where you came from. Look what you're doing for your family. You drive a fucking Lamborghini, nigga. You got paper yeah. stacked up. Like, you go really let these niggas... You don't got to prove these niggas how gangster you are. What's that go prove? I mean, they even said that on the, on his album on 223, and he was just telling Gotti when he when he got with Gotti, he's like, nigga, I'll I go, I, I go to war with you. I'm with you. Yeah. And, and Gotti was like, just remember, nigga, we CMG. We don't ask nobody for help. Yeah, you know nobody for help, nigga. Like, you can't, you can't be with that shit all the time. Like, and... I don't know how true it is, man. I was looking at a, a, a interview because you know a lot of times niggas be bitter, but nigga, uh, who was that nigga with Gucci, man? Like back in the day, I forgot. I have to go back and look. A brick squad did. nigga. Yeah, brick squad nigga. Um, but they interviewed him, and he said, man, he was like, what people don't understand. He was like, y'all niggas just start watching. Mm-hmm. He was like, Gucci, the kind of nigga. Two things. He don't want no nigga around him ever being bigger than him. And the second thing, he wanna have he wanna have a lot of niggas around him who with that dumb shit. Like they still on that street shit. They never evolved. And I was like, damn. So I start looking back over some of his moves 
over the last year or so, he signed Rollo. Like, from what I hear, Rollo a solid nigga in the streets. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Then he went and got Hood Rich Pablo one. Yeah. From what I hear, solid nigga in the streets. You know? Then he promote Rollo's shit. Rollo's shit kind of go cold. Now he on Hood Rich Pablo one's tip. And some shit that I really didn't like, man, like, I saw Gucci put up the other day. He was like, man, somebody had asked him why he was on live. Like, hey, what does an independent artist got to do um, to get a feature from you? He said, if you're an indie artist and you want a feature from me, you got to have some major paper. He was like, you know, you, that's just how you got to have major paper to even talk to me. And I'm like, damn, like, you know, sometimes niggas quickly forget, dog. Like, you... That, that was one of the things you complained about. Like how you started, you and Jeezy had the original beef because you said Jeezy wanted to take your song because he was the bigger artist at the time. And then he he should have did it on the love because mm. y'all both was grinding. But now you make it and you revert to somebody who you had a problem with. Like niggas just don't keep that shit real, bro. Mm. And I'll be like, damn, like what the fuck? But... Yeah, man, like, I know we kind of down went on some other shit, but then I, I, I like that youngster shit. I respect that shit, how that mm-hmm. nigga move. Yeah. Like, he ain't out here down being something he ain't. Like, and, and I, I, I really salute Gotti as a CEO because you could tell, like, he's done had to talk them niggas off yeah. the ledge a lot of times. Cause even when I, niggas, I, I even but, get the vibe but, that at some point, even like Jay-Z had to tell Gotti, yo, you need to just yeah, be cool. Yeah, chill the fuck out. You need to Get be cool right. with where but, you coming from. But you know also, that too, same message is tweaking down. I think yeah. part of it, because I listened to uh, when Black Youngster was on uh, Breakfast Club the other day, I really think he's grown a lot mm-hmm. understanding and how to handle money from just listening to his conversation. But the biggest thing is he's understanding, too, and he made some comments like, the whole booty song situation, whatever like that. If you ever pay attention to it, if you ever want to, like, say, because what all going on, he's like, everybody want to be the gangster, tough, and mean now. He said, I just want to smile. And he showed his smile, you know what I'm saying, smile a couple of times. Like, don't, you know, get it twisted that I'm not about it, but, you know what I'm saying, I just smile. And in terms of that, you think making songs like Booty, and I saw he got another uh, feature with another chick song that sound like it's probably going to be another, you know, hit. It's working with the women. If you got the women on your yep. side, like I said, everybody now trying to be tough, this, that, and the other. You got women, you making songs that cool, but you know what I'm saying? Still, you bought it, you can make those tracks, but he's going to play in the area now that's going to get him more money because you see him playing with more money now. Yeah, yeah. That's how he's playing with it. I mean, People don't get that concept. Like, yeah, it's cool to be that, but you know what I'm saying? How else can you, you know what I'm you saying, make money? You got to these ladies. Yeah. DJ Duffy met uh, Nip. Uh, Cause you know he's just been doing heavy promo, bro, and going everywhere, city from city, state to state, in store signings, promos, DJ meetings, yeah. a whole bunch of just full access shit. But uh, she was like, "Yo, was that you?" She put on her comments like, "Was that you singing on Real Big?" And he was like, "Yeah." She was like, "You need to do more of that mm-hmm. shit." And I was the first thing she she was like, "That was the first thing I said to him." You know what I mean? And, and, I mean, you listen to Nip. I mean, and it ain't been Nip is known on the West Coast for you know being thorough, but at the same time. He even said it in one of his more recent interviews, it's like, I could, if I wanted to, if I chose to, I could take my music to a whole different level. Everybody know where I'm from and everybody mm-hmm. know what I rep. I could just be on some gangbang shit and gangbang hard because I'm I'm official and legit. But he was like, I'd rather put more substance into my music. I'd rather pe- people understand different avenues of lights to be successful because I just want to see everybody be successful. It's like, it ain't about 
everybody banging. It's about everybody finding an avenue and opportunity mm-hmm. to find positivity and success out of what you're doing. Right. right. And see, here's the thing, too, man. And that's crazy. Somebody was just saying today, like, hey, what you think about that Nipsey? I was like, man, that shit hidden. It was like, nah, Nipsey, it's him, but he's a hypocrite in one of them songs. I'm like, what? It was like, yeah, on um, the part where he talked about, I don't want to hear your shit. They was like, that's how he got on. He gave game his shit. I was like, you missed the whole shit. That shit went completely over your head. Like, what you talking about? He was saying, nigga, if you're not doing anything, if you're not out here hustling, Right. If you're not trying to make moves, I don't want to hear your shit. Because right. I'm not going to save you. We you can't relate. You, can, you can't have a mindset I want right. to save That's yourself. All it is, uh, that's what he was saying. Yeah. Like I, we can't. There's nothing we can relate to. I'm on my grind. You're not. What the fuck we got to yeah, talk exactly. about? You know? That, but people miss the whole concept they do. of shit at times. And I'm like, no, man. That's not what he was saying when it came to that. He was just talking about, hey, dude. Do real shit, and then yeah. I can respect. You gotta it. show me you on it. Yeah, but don't come to me like, "Hey, listen to my shit," and you ain't doing nothing for yourself or trying to create no buzz. Like, right. but one thing too, you said about how youngster was smart, man. That nigga, damn, for chicks to promote his shit, the nigga said like, "Whoever sent me the oh, best man. video, damn." Dancing to the booty shit, I'm gonna buy you a booty from Dr. Miami. Yeah, you know yeah. how sick that shit is. Yeah. That's, and then, that's yeah, you saw that's then he was like, Yeah, but that's he, what I'm saying. But look who he playing it to. He playing it to the, the women. And yeah. then he, he was so funny with that shit, too. Like, yeah, if you if you, if you, if you try to be a stripper or uh, 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 some shit like that, this ain't for you. But if you, you know, if you got a little low self esteem, you hard on yourself, and you know, you might feel a little better, and you go ahead and get that little booty, 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 booty. Yeah, it's for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Smart. Like, this for you. I Smart. thought that was fantastic marketing. Yeah, that's and then he tagged the doctor on the, on on social media too, so you know it's real. More business and all that for the right. doctor. So it's a three sixty for everybody winning. Yeah, well, that's how that's how, that's how the work works, man. Uh, that doctor Miami motherfucker, he's 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 official. Yeah, shows and shit doing all these little chicks. That's, that's how the work works. Chicks need to stop that shit though. Yeah, anyway. yeah that's that's just outrageous. <laughs> buying booties, yeah, yeah buying booties, outrageous. buying titties, buying damn I lips and all this shit. Be you. Be you. Be you. But hey. You buy a booty and I like it, shit. I'm going to be like, good money well spent, shit. Man, <laughs> you show me it before and after and I, see, I meet you after you didn't have this, this artificial booty. And I realize I'm not going to be like, bitch, this is not real. You know I read something <laughs> fun, funny just like aligning with all that. I read something not too long ago and it was saying you can never please a woman. Think about it from this standpoint. You know what I'm saying? She don't like her hair, so she add different hair. She don't like her nails, she add hair. She don't mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying, her titties, she might go get surgery. She don't like her ass, she might get, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, think about all the women. Niggas don't like themselves when they get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and nigga, it's, it's yeah. never a win-win, because a woman will ask you, how I look in this dress? You look good, babe. I ain't like the way you react. I don't, you don't really like it, because, like, what the fuck? Like, if I if I say it's fucked up, yeah. then you, uh, you always down. Like it's never a win, so that shit is hey, accurate. My answer hey. just be go live it, bro. Yeah, go like, live it. Hey. like how I look in this dress. Go how you think it. you look in this dress? Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let me get your insight. Those those were like you know back in the relationship days. Those were serious questions. You have to like a nigga. I'd be like game face on. You gotta have your inflection on point. Nah, I just that. keep it real. No, I keep it real, but I'm yeah. just like no. I, I don't want to have this conversation for like yeah. 10, 15 minutes. So my first shot, I gotta really deliver. I gotta shoot it. That dress was out. And then when you say that shit, because you know a woman might hit you with another dress, you still got to be smart. Because if you deviate, you're going to have a long-ass conversation again. I already thought about this shit. No, <laughs> that one's nice. But I'm still going to stay consistent. That first one, that 
was it. Because if I waver, now yo, now we're gonna be talking 15, 20 more minutes about well, you said this, you know, it's just gonna be more. So mm. I just try to sell it hard that first time. That's it. That's yeah. you. Yeah. And I stick with that story. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Shit, me, I'd be like, hey, take that shit off. <laughs> I'd be like, that yeah. shit make you. Well, look if it old. looks bad, well, I mean, of course, I mean, shit, that looks bad. Yeah, you know, but you know, you look old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love you for you, but that that outfit showing your handle. Yeah, that ain't the way best that, work. That outfit ain't <laughs> the way <laughs> best <laughs> work. We don't want everybody to see the love handles. I was want me love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah fuck, shit, man. But hey, man, let's let's talk about some shit we got we got coming up. What we got going on, man? Like um, we never stop working. By the way, um, there ain't no other option. It is made a great idea, and uh, I'm gonna try to you know make sure we all hold to it. We're gonna do more and more photo shoots, and I was telling you, yeah. man, on, on some real shit. I was really thinking, and I even said on another podcast, like for different independent designer shirts I bought, never wore because I wanted to make sure I was just like. 100% on point with this fitness shit. Dwayne was like, man, nigga, it's, it's man, plenty of fat motherfuckers doing photo shoots, nigga. Man, it's plenty man. of motherfuckers all the time. You know what I'm saying? Just do that shit. And I was like, right. you know what? Fuck all of that. Yeah, what am I waiting on? So I'm going to make sure to do that. Advertising, bro. Uh, yeah, man. Advertising. We'll still we'll go uh, like it. Right. Niggas still go hate it. it so, change. you know what I mean? So I'm going to be here at the club uh, tonight. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Eugenic just uh, no, normal gym activity as, as usual. You know, like you said, no smoke. Right. Uh, I'm producer, of course, so yeah, be on the lookout for that. But now that, just go back and get some of the work that's already out there, man, and available. You know, what I'm saying catch up. I might put a beat on that bitch. Yeah, so, right. Blame you know, bro being the last release, you know. Um, but messed up, you know. what I mean, be on the lookout for that video too. Yeah. Uh, but that was off a project even before Blame Bro. So. And I got a feature man from down. I ain't even gonna say his Don't name, do it. Don't but I'm gonna tell it. I'm gonna tell y'all niggas the story after the shit drop, man. This is a like Third I've been watching up. I've been watching this whole movement, man. I always like fuck with the nigga shit, and we just vibed on some real nigga shit, and you know, like niggas can say whatever they want to, but I respect real niggas, and I got a lot of respect for this nigga, man, for real. And I ain't saying that shit just because nigga got on the shit with me. It's just, no, I just see how he move and some of the conversations we had outside of fucking music. Like, you know, so yeah. stay tuned for that, man. Get ready Third to drop coast. your uh, smoke emojis, man. Because we, we dropping this shit. No smoke, man. Don't want it, but we'll get to you if you need it. But don't want it, damn. It's about getting paper, man. You know what I would like? You What's know, that? even if it's not even from for major release, I would like my own like like some of the merch one on one. I want like a, a chopped screwed no smoke. That shit would be busting. I would enjoy that. What you mean mm -hmm. by that? I'm, I mean, well, you know, uh, it's really no such thing for the purists as chopped and screwed. But I mean, like slow down and banging. Where you like, you know? Oh, really, that, oh no, no. I, I, yeah. Okay, I was yeah. making another direction. Yeah, you, you thinking talking music? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm saying yeah, sonically right. for me yeah. to just ride. Hey. I, I personally would enjoy hearing it like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You'll have access to the file, so. Nigga, I'll even show you how to chop it the official way. There's so many different ways to chop We'll chop it and bring it back three times like the official DJ Screw did at Poignant Parts. Mm. Man, I, I should be getting me excited, man. That shit, man. That should be, be lit. Hitting, man. The regular version going to be lit, too, but I'm, I, I, for, one, for me, yeah, I want to hear that shit screwed. So yeah. when I take it to my people in the H, they just going to be going fucking crazy. They going to be going yeah. ape shit. 
Yeah, man. Work from different angles. That's what it's all about. Mixing business with business. One thing I love about, you know, just saying it's just a small, quick rant, but I just love that. Like, I love when you go certain places and the music, the local music reflects their culture. Like, you go to Texas, you will hear some slow down and back. You will hear that shit on regular radio. Hey, as a same way you would hear, like, the Beyonce's and the Fantasia's and the more radio friendly shit, but they gonna have they chopped and screwed shit on there. You know what I mean? And I like that. I like this shit because it's a different energy. But what I like too, man, is like, I like it, but it's sad at the same time. Like, I mean, dude was like, yo, I went back and I actually listened to your shit. He was like, nigga, you nice as shit. I'm like, dog, like, I feel like shit, nigga. Like, when I I hear your shit, like, I put your shit on. I'm at the gym. I let that shit play through. Like, nigga, you... You out of here, like you, you super nice. Mm-hmm. But to him be like, yo, nigga, and niggas in my hometown don't even fuck with me like that, mm-hmm. you know. And then it just helped me to see, man. Sometimes you gotta pop outside of where you from, yeah. Before niggas even take, you know, realization to what the hell you been doing and, and how long you been doing it. Right. You know what I'm saying? For them to be like, oh, okay, well, this person. They co-sign and they say they like his shit. Let me see what this nigga about. But right, you know right. what I mean? Like, fuck that. Yeah, I'll you know say, it is what it is. Yeah, it is Either what way it is. go, we just going to do what we do. Yeah. <laughs> Keep hitting them in the head, man. But That's damn. all it is. But yeah, yeah. so, you know. Consistency. Um, it was good, damn. Yeah, catching up with y'all. We didn't have no guests this week. Sometimes you need a break from the norm and just get back to the core. So oh, we yeah. got back to the core, man. But. We'll be getting back with some more guests for y'all. So Absolutely. Just, just hang tight. But we appreciate y'all fucking with us. One thing you got to do, though, um, I was researching, too, about how to make sure our podcast shit get up. You got to go in there and subscribe, man, and hit the like button. That's what's going to keep our shit growing. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what they look at, on, especially on Apple. Like They, they checking to see the subscribers and iTunes. People been telling me you've been listening to it. I know you're not lying because you're telling me content we talked about. But make sure you hit that subscribe shit. That's when yeah, the ads yeah. start rolling in for us and the promotion get bigger and all of that shit. More people who subscribe to your shit, hey, Apple go show you way more love. And, man, it's about them not only just pushing us forward, we part of the culture. So oh, yeah. you helping push Big the culture space. forward when you push us forward. So keep yeah. that shit in mind, man. Yeah. Uh, Willie said it best because uh, I've, I've been saying shit to motherfuckers. Like if you don't fuck with this shit, you don't fuck with me, <laughs> motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. And then it just I got to a point. I don't, I don't. Okay. I, now it means I don't have any friends because yeah. these motherfuckers ain't. You know what I'm saying? I, I but the people care. who are show you that love and that support. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the best way to, that, to that, put the it. Thing but is I still me, mean that shit. If you don't the, fuck that, with it, yeah. The thing is, to me, if you don't, if you don't now, you will later. And yeah. you just now I said the feeling that you get. Yeah, shout out to the early adopters. I mean, but if you still ride you know, later, yeah. I mean, it's no, it it's no hard it feelings. Make sure you engage and enjoy. That's what I say. Comment, provide feedback. Yeah. yeah. But mm. until then, fuck you. Yeah. But man, hey, we out of here. It's Friday, man. We about to do some other shit. Mm-hmm. Take her home. Mm-hmm. R.I.P.